Hello and welcome to another episode of Tales of the Buller. Very happy to say that I've got Bob Pratt, otherwise known as Pratty, sitting opposite me, who was a very well-known Westport family man, um, born and raised here, involved in the hospitality business and full of sport all of his life. Very well-known individual. Um, welcome, welcome, Pratty. It's Good. a pleasure to have you here, mate. Good to be here. Good on you, man. <laughs> so I thought we'd just start Freddie's had a very interesting life, a very buller life, fascinating. I can't wait to hear about it. So just give us a start out, like where did you, where were you born and grew up sort of thing. Right, can I go now? Yep. Yeah. Okay then, yeah. I, I was born in Westport. The first, there was no uh, homes or anything like that out our way out. But uh, it was Dad worked down the Cascade Mine. It's behind Deniston in a big valley. And they used to flume the coal from there to the Buller Gorge. It was 80, 18 kilometres of flume they had in there. And, and, and there was two or three men working at different stages on it all the time. There'd be blockage of the coal, there'd be rough weather and all the rest of it, knock a bit of the flume out, and they were flat out. But anyway, after I was born, we went down there. And we were lucky we had a two-roomed house. And all the, the, all the men down there, there'd be 10 or 12 of them there, they all had single-man huts, and right. that was all in a row, yeah. and they were there, but uh, as I say, there was no road down there, there was no phone, she was pretty hard down She's there, hard stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, oh, and we had no power, that was right. Yeah, it was all candles and all that. There was no power. That was a fairly big one without having power. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. But yeah, as I say, I was only, from when I was born till I was five. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know much about that. I used to, I had a dog called Buller, a little wee spaniel. I used to play with him. And that was the only one I had to play with all day and night. And I was just saying, as we used to come out every second weekend. And uh, it must, when I think now, it must have been a pay weekend for Dad. And we'd walk up through the bush, and the the, the bush track was one that the, they'd cut down for props for the mine. And it was all mud and everything, oh you know, God, climbing yeah. up through that bush right till you got up to the tops up to burn its face. And from there, Dad had a car. Uh, it was a coupe Ford. That's a three-seater, isn't it, the coupe? I, I think so. Yeah, money. it was a three-seater. I used to lie in the back. And uh, anyway, it, it, the car was there for a fortnight. The odd time we got up there, the battery was flat and it wouldn't go. <laughs> but two of them used to go together and they jumped the leads. Oh, Jimmy, like a... Jimmy Stewart, yeah, yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah, I was, hell, I'll say. But as Mum used to say, there was, you know, when we walked up through the bush, just that track they chopped down for props for the mine, and it was the real. Just a lot of places was just bloody mud. Yeah, that is yeah. that's pretty wild, isn't it? That's that's yeah, that's yeah. pretty rough stuff. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and uh, we, we'd get to Denison and be all right though. And then uh, Mum had two sisters that lived on. One was at uh, Granity, and, and and one was at Stockton. Jock worked in the mine. That was May's husband. Yeah, but I oh, know oh, it's then when I was five, we shifted to Deniston so I could go to school. And the bloody road was in and the power was on and everything those days. 
Yeah. You're wondering what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody living in luxury there. Yeah. yeah. And the, the men used to come in there every day. The single men used to, you know, but there were the odd couples on the flume, the huts part, and, you know, yeah. But, oh, no, it was good. So I went to school at Denniston, and uh, I was up there till I was in Standard 4. Mum and Dad shifted, Dad shifted the house, actually, from Denniston down to Waimang. Right. And I was at school there for two years, and that was good, you know, on the flat and a lot of people, and there was a shop there, something, you know, things like that. So what did you do when you were living in Denniston? Yeah. How did you get on in the middle of winter? Like, what did you do if you were a young kid? Yeah. Well, it made it worse. We lived on the Denniston track, not, it was about a 10-minute walk. In, into the where the sh- there was shops and butcher shops and that and there's five hotels up there right yeah and uh, no w- 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 but then we shifted down to Waimang when I was in, in standard four four or five I had two years at the Waimang primary school then went into tech and in and out every day on the bus to high school yeah but, but high school and Westport. Yeah, just yeah, the high school in Westport. Yeah, never went away for school. I know. So, what was Westport like back then? I bet there was a heap more pubs than there are now. I'll say, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Uncle Jim and Nana, they had the Roch- Rochford Hotel at uh, Denniston. Oh right. And uh, they were in that, and they shifted from there down into the cars. They got that, and it's still in the family today. I read that. Yeah. So, do you know what year that was? The props. <sighs> Don't have to be spot on, just somewhere near. Uh, well, I, I was still at primary school because we used to go into town, the primary school kids, to, to the what you could say, the woodwork thing we used to do. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And we, we'd get off for lunch, and it what was about half an hour, I suppose. I don't, just can't remember. So I'd it's been it. in the family like 75 years or something, or yeah, more, 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 yeah, 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 and uh, jeez. Uh, Jimmy had always given me half a crown when I got up there, and uh, I, I, I was going to go to a big ice cream of that year. I it's thought that was big. I made a point of getting to the Coles Pub when I was at primary school. Fair enough, too, mate. <laughs> and for anyone listening, if you're you know if you're not local or anything and you're coming to Westport, have a visit of the Coles. It's a great pub. Yeah, it's yeah. got that great fireplace in it. I've, oh, never, I've never seen that anywhere else. One of and one of those fourth. Places, it was a bank for I think it was the New South the Wales Bank. I'm not sure on that, but they had the, the safe in one of the fireplaces. Oh yeah, was <laughs> that right? Yeah, yeah, that's where the safe was. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget that. Yeah, and it was only a key lock. Anyway, <laughs> anyone could have got in. Uh, Christ, yeah, no bit, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, like Jim and Nana and Jim were in it for quite a few years. And then uh, Dad, he was down the Cascade, as I say. He was tra- travelling each day those days from Wyoming to the Cascade. But, but, but as I say, they had trucks and all the gear and the road was there. And then uh, he, he didn't want to go into it. But Mum, that, she was Bertha's like, daughter. That, that Jimmy, that's who Jimmy married. He was an Irishman. And, uh, yeah, a, uh, so I, I would... I don't know how old I'd be then, but, uh, but that's when Dad shifted it down to Waimang. And the house he shifted down is still there. 
him and his brother done it. And where the shop is, it's not a shop there now, but on the corner it used to be. We were the second house past it on the road to Westport. Well, they must have built it pretty bloody well then. Oh, bloody oath they did. Yeah. Happy Absalom, Dad's brother John, and Dad done it. Yeah. Excellent, mate. Yeah, yeah. They, of course, they couldn't bring it down in big sections. They had to strip it right down because the road was only one way, rough, bloody road. I bet it was a rough, bloody road. It, it was a rough road, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that house is still there. If you ever go out, have a look at it. I will. It, I will. It's much the same. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. So then, so you now you're you're in Westport and you're going to high school. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, that, that was a bit of a waste of time. I wasn't <laughs> one of the brightest scholar, but, but the cricket and sport and uh, rugby that suited me down the ground. That's good. That's good. Right, what were you best at? <laughs> Probably rugby. Yeah. Captain the first fifteen. And, Brilliant. Yeah, and then, uh, but yeah, I enjoyed cricket. I was played also, also played cricket. Played more rugby for Buller than cricket. I didn't play a hell of a lot of cricket games. I was here, here, as I grew a bit older. Yeah. So you represented Buller, did you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So how long? How long did you do that for? Oh, six, seven years. Or so. Oh, good on you, mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What were some of the? Mem- do you have any memorable games? Oh yeah, I uh, played against the Lions and. Nine oh, shit. Combined team. That's and, bloody uh, good. Yeah. Oh, just a combined Buller West Coast side. And, yeah, we used to play Canterbury over here on the Queen's birthday weekend. We'd play them on the Saturday, and they'd travel down to Greymouth on the Sunday. And they'd play Coast on the Monday. Oh, yeah. And we were always pray for a bloody wet ground. <laughs> we, 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 we got it sometimes, but it's a lot of few times we bloody didn't. And then we'd go over and play them over there at, at, at Lancaster Park. And it was getting towards the end of the season, and we thought, Christ, I hope it's raining over there. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get our wishes there. Well, that's fascinating, mate. Did, yeah. you, did you go overseas at all with the rugby team? No, no, no. Yeah. We went on a tour with the All Blacks, yeah, yeah to Ireland and all through Ireland, Wales, Scotland. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were a bit lucky, actually. Uh, it was when uh, I, I just finished rugby, but um, one of the friends in uh, Nelson come down, and Nelson were playing on the Sunday I'd finished then, and I, I just went over the cross for a beer, and I got this message, someone up the black and white, the next one up, that's where they must have been staying, uh, wanted to see me. So I went up, and uh, it was a friend of a friend. He said they were taking a, a, a team of supporters to the All Blacks tour through England and all that was what I just said. And uh, they said, would you be interested in coming, you and the wife? Oh, I never thought of it. Yeah. yeah, we'll go. And the reason that they asked us, they were been putting money in for 12 months to get it so it's saved up to go. And some of them fell behind with their money. Uh, so that's how we got the trip. Yeah, we were bloody lucky. That was a good trip. It was a good trip, yeah. Was that, was that one of the Grand Slam tours? No, 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 no. But oh, it was good because, you know, really good. We enjoyed it. Excellent, mate. Yeah, we were away. Oh, five or six weeks, I suppose. Was that the first time you'd been over to England and Ireland? Yes, it was the first time. But well, we, 
Yeah. What an experience going over there for the first time doing it with the All Blacks. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say, yeah, no, it was good. Enjoyed it. No, no. You know, you meet lots of good people when you uh, do things like that. You That's right. You touch with them and that. Yeah. That's no, right. It's good. Yeah. So what was your what was your work when you'd finished school? Well, I was lucky. I apprenticed fitter and turner. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. And I've done it all my life. I uh, Five-year apprenticeship, and uh, it was at the Marine Department on Westport. The, the coal was king those days, and the K-boats, that's the... Uh, the coal boats, they were coming in all the time. And uh, this building that they built was a brand new big workshop. So it's still up in town. And uh, anyway, I was the apprentice. And the minister, minister, minister of Marine had come, come down to officially open it. Oh, yeah. So Gordon Archer, he was the foreman. He came to me and he said, when the, the doors will all be closed, Bob, he said, I want you to stay inside the building and when he announces that the thing officially open, I want you to slide the doors. So that, I, I always remember that I opened that building. Oh, that's very cool. <laughs> Good on you, Bob. <laughs> Holy shit, mate. Yeah. So I, I was there for five years, finished my apprenticeship. The day I finished my apprenticeship, I went up to Denison and the mines up there. But I still it was a fit out. Right? I was in the workshops for a couple of years. Then I went in the mines, had my own underground mine at uh, Denison the Warrior and the Sullivan. It was a, the only fully mechanical mine in New Zealand at those stages. Yeah. We had three coal cutters, ductile loader, and everything, you know, there, there was no boxes or you know, coal shovels or anything. It was all done mechanical. And, did you and you designed the whole thing, did you? Yeah, yeah, I didn't design it. No, I just had to make sure it kept going. You made sure it kept going. Yeah, right. I had my workshop underground. Yeah, underground workshop. Yeah, I'm just trying to picture it because it's so well, foreign to me. I've got. It's... Well, I was lucky. I had a light and the beach along there. You're lucky. You had a light. You'd have been the shit, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, the carbide lights. We're all carbide lights. They wouldn't have lasted all bloody day. But I had good days and bad. And then I. Uh, after a while, I got bloody browned off with it. I've never been in a coal mine in England, but they reckon the seams are not very high. And this, this machinery was all made for that. Well, that power way is bloody 20, 30 feet of coal or more, you know. Right. How'd yeah. you, how'd you sort that out? All that kind of buggered the mechanical stuff up, you know, yeah. But then I, I was, uh, I was in the, the warrior tear and the scarp, and they were just the normal banjo shovel controls, you know, they were a lot better. Right. Yeah. And then I went to Reefton, up there, I was in the mines up there, colliery engineer, the nicknames for everything those days. They Reefton too? Yeah, I was four years in the mines at Reefton. And I enjoyed it, it was good. The only thing that wasn't good was the bloody cold and the, fro- and the frost in the morning and that up there. Yeah, that's what I wonder, when I see that Reefton is, shouldn't, I shouldn't say this, but... I just win the Reefton. Reefton's going ahead really well. It's doing it well. is, definitely. I've always wondered if some of the people buying houses have been there in the winter first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is. It's doing well. There was no TV those days. And the first night we went to the pictures, June and myself, we uh, drove up to the picture hall because we knew it was bloody cold and that at night. We got the pictures and there's all these people getting out of their cars and putting newspapers on the window screen. You know, what's going on here? We found out when we come out after the bloody pictures, they just took that off and went. 
we were using their bloody hankies. We were using everything to try and walk Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, you I, like, and yeah, quite like living in Reefton. Oh, I did. They were good. I enjoyed the people. They were very good. Yeah, no, it yeah. was excellent. I've stopped in Reefton a bazillion times, but I've never sort of been overnight there yeah. or anything. Well, this that mine at Waiuta, they, that they spent a lot of the Reefton people are working in there, I think. I'm not sure. I've just heard it, yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, Reefton, yeah. But no, it was good. What did you do after you left Reefton? I uh, come back here and, and worked in, in the mines here, and then I finished, tossed it in, I, yeah. So most of your working life was in the mines? Yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You should write a book, mate, let alone a podcast. <laughs> this is a lot there's a lot of knowledge here that it's is not, not not a lot of people have probably oh, I might be yeah. around here that probably has, but yeah, yeah. nationwide, I'm sure. Yeah, no. I yeah. Uh, I I had a couple of years back here in the mines when I come back with a bugger all. Yeah, no. What what were some of the best things about working in the mines? I I, I don't know. The people the, the chaps around you were good. And, like, yeah, 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 no, was, yeah, they were excellent. And, and they'll be all scattered around, you know, in sections. And, you know, like there might be half a dozen in one section. And, you know, and where, where they didn't have the ductile loaders, they had the chains and that, you know, had, like filling the boxes up. You know, or That's, I was watching, there's a really good video on Deniston on YouTube at the moment. It, goes to, it shows you them hooking up the, the incline, hooking up on the, the carriages on the incline. Blokes, the blokes actually at the coal face. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, well, that's another thing. When I was working in the workshops out there before I went in the mines, we it broke downs or anything on the incline and that we used to have to go down to that. And uh, the, the only way to get down, which you weren't supposed to, was on a wagon. <laughs> I wondered if people down, did that. And you'd go down with your tools. Put them on the back. You always rode on the back, and you hoped like hell they weren't running a, a slack coal, because if you did, you kind of up and keep your head up to make sure the links changed. You right, know, right. In the centre, yeah, made sure of that. But you'd get all this bloody coal dust in your eyes. You know, oh, the wagon will be going down. <laughs> you'll be on the back, and, and you know, the wind. Holy hell! Uh, and that the thing the. Was it the brake head halfway down? Yes, they changed. Yeah, yeah. Middle, yep. middle brake. Jesus. It was the same. Bright. It wasn't. It was longer than the top section, but it wasn't nowhere near as steep or anything like that. It just went down to Cons Creek. Yeah. But that was. I watched the guys that doing the cut or whatever they're doing at that at that halfway. Yeah, yeah. Change them over. Whoa, man! Yeah, that yeah. was a, that's a dodgy sort of a job. It just yeah. looked a bit. Imagine like, walking up there every morning in the winter. Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. I don't want. No, I can't imagine it. Well, the other thing was when you come out, coming back up the hill again, you rode on the back again, and the idea of that was if anything went wrong, you could jump. Oh. You the front. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah. So it's so Deniston now is. I mean, it's just a historic place now, really. But oh, it is. Yeah. It yeah. used to be a booming settlement. Didn't oh, it? Like, booming. Really? Yeah. In fact, one of the one one of the engineering wonders of the world, wasn't it? The yeah, they reckon that, and it was water that controlled the winches. Yeah, it wasn't one of electricity; it was water. Yeah, it was water and gravity, wasn't it? it yeah, was just, yeah, that's what done it. Yeah. Just, that's that, that's crazy, really. That's yeah. really good engineering. Yeah, it is for yeah. anyone's standards, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, it was good. So what? Uh, 
what did you do when you thought about knocking off work? I, I don't know. I, I finished at 62. Well, lucky you. I know, and I don't regret it. Yeah, no, hell no. We've had it good. Kids have been good. Yeah. No. So you just, what were you, were you involved in sport like the whole way through? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, like, yeah, cricket for that. And, and I played for Westbrook all the time. Yeah, I was on the committee with that. Things. So you're on the committees and, the, and on, were you a member of the, did you get into the Buller Rugby Union? and I wasn't in the Rugby Union, no, no, no. I, but I, yeah, the club side, Westport side, was in the committee there and all that. And the same with the cricket, yeah. I used to take kids' cricket teams away, you know, primary kids and all. We ended up, yeah, right down to bloody Invercargill. Yeah. Oh, good on you. Yeah, I used yeah. to coach kids' cricket. I actually missed it. That was, that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really well, good. Yeah. So I bet you've had a few good nights down the Cosden over the years. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Can you think of any memorable yeah, nights that yeah, you can remember? Yeah, quite. <laughs> Mum and Dad would go away for a holiday and June and myself would be down there running it, you know. Oh, Christ. And I had a, cut, a friend, I'll never forget him. Like a Sunday night I was doing the bar. Like a lot of them, 45s, you've probably heard of that. I have. Yeah, cards. And there'd be about four or five tables going, you know, and that was all right. And in the winter they had that big fire going. And uh, anyway, I was behind the bar. I wasn't flat out, but it was going all right. And uh, I said to Arkwright, that's James Cummings. He's just left here now, gone over the hill. And uh, he was drinking. He was in good nick. And I said, you couldn't get the banjo. Take the banjo and get some bloody coal from the shed at the back and put it on the fire. He said, yeah, not a problem. He said, I'll do that. So he goes down and gets the shovel, gets, fills the banjo up, and up he comes. He said, right, here I come. And he got the staggers on. Just as he come in the door, oh, there was bloody coal from the door to the bloody fire. <laughs> Things like that I'll never forget. Brilliant. There was another one. I'm not going to mention any names on this one. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same again. A Sunday morning, I was down helping Dad. We were cleaning up and that. It was late finishing at night. And in the morning, you know, we'd go, we were doing I wasn't doing it. Him and Mum and that were there at so anyway, this time this joker come in. He said, "Have you cleaned the laundry, the, the toilets out yet, Bob?" And I said, "Yeah, I've just done them." He said, "Why?" He said, "You didn't find any false teeth down there, did you?" <laughs> Wait on that. So I said, "No, I'm not making any noise. No, I didn't. I know." But when you think of it, the toilet was all. All it was was a bloody tin shed with a concrete there and a little hole there, and that was your toilet. Yeah. So um, he said, "Oh, he said, oh well, I'll go down diggers then. He might, they mightn't have done their toilet yet." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Those things stick. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but I slowed up there, like you know. Yeah, it's good. Gerald was telling us about one night there where they were bowl, they were playing cricket. Yeah, through the and bowling through the through the door of the cosy out into the street. That'd be right. That'd be right. <laughs> Bloody hell! Yeah, yeah. What um, do you? So, what are what are some of your 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 funniest memories if you if you're looking back? Oh, I suppose there's a zillion of them, but you get yeah, can't just can't think. You know, I've had a great life. I really have I've enjoyed it. That's fantastic, mate. It's yeah. great to hear that. You know. Yeah, well, we've been overseas. Probably half a dozen times or more, all different places and that. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. 
When did you meet old Gerald? Uh, rugby mainly. Just like when I come to, I, I, I don't, I'm a bit older than Gerald. Yeah, and uh, like his mother worked in the cars as a cook. Oh, that's right. When, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jeff said that on his podcast. Yeah, no, and she was great. She looked after us. You know, after the game, you'd come in and go in the back room, and she'd have, ca- like, a, more, a bloody meal for us. It was supposed to be, you know, candle lunch, but it was just after the game of football. No, she was a great cook, yeah. God's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. so Gerald's been tied up with the Coz from day one. Yeah, yeah, he has, really, yes, yeah. He's yeah. been a very, very good to me and a very good supporter of this podcast, I must say. Yeah, no, he's good. He was the first one on it. Oh, yeah, no. He's a good, so, cha- good chap, too. The whole family were. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The whole are. family, mate. Yeah. yeah. I've only met a few of them, but all the ones I've met are all bloody good. Yeah, they are. Definitely. So, what do you, when you look around at Westport now, compared to what it was, yeah. what, do, what do you think now? Do you think oh, I think it was busier when it was, you know, when coal was king. Yeah. The K boats were coming in all the time. You know, and a lot of them just tied up behind the cars. Well, they were always over there bloody drinking and, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah so there no. would have been a lot more money to floating around. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. What do you think, what do you think they, they can do here with the, with the coal when they try and knock off the coal? Yeah. Move, because they can't. Those blokes have got to work somewhere. That's dead right. I, 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 you know, they're not allowed to chop trees down really or anything. And now I, I don't know what they'll... Well, someone was saying at the pub last night that they've been finding a bit of gold and that there's talk of opening up a few more gold mines around here. Well, that's all right then. That yeah, would be good. That's good, yeah. Yeah, that would be excellent. Yeah. Was it up the Lyle? Sonny, you should say that. I didn't know, but there's quite a lot of gold up there. Yeah. And they reckon there was one chap found a, a, a good place where it was, you know, and uh, he uh, didn't tell anyone or the, you know, where it was. And there's a few up there digging for it. Well, this is only record, only bloody what I heard. And they said he went back to the old country anyway, and he was bringing his family out, and that's where he was going to work. But the boat over, and they were all drowned. Yeah. Oh. So whether that's right or not, I don't. I only heard that the other day when we were up there. Yeah, I don't know if that's right or not. That's that sounds like a gold miner's luck, though. Yeah, yeah. Gold's yeah. a funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. It always seems to imbue either really good luck or really bad luck. Yeah, yeah, you that's know. right. It's because uh, I sometimes watch a few videos on Charleston. Oh, yeah, they'll be right there. Yeah, and how it just went ballistic. And that's, yeah, you know, I find yeah. that pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Oh, good. No, it's, it's been it's, it's fascinating. So, have you got any other stories that you'd like to impart while you're here? Yeah, no, there's some, but I'm not going to impart here. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, Freddie. Fair enough, mate. <laughs> yeah, that'll do me. That's all right, mate. I'll tell you what. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Yeah, good. And if you, you know, if you want to come back one day, you think of some of these stories that you might tell. <laughs> I'd have to be full. <laughs> I can get a few beers in, mate. No worries about that. Well, anyway, look, thank you very much for coming on. No, it's been a pleasure, and I've learned a few things there, so thank you very much. No, I enjoyed it. Very good. Thank you. All right, mate. Right, mate.